on my honour, I promise to do my best, to do my duty to my God and to the Queen of Australia, to help other people and live by the Scout law. And welcome to the South Road Boys. <laughs> should I have my hand or something? Should I have my hand somewhere when you do that? On on the Scout flag. On the Scout. Have we got one? Did you bring? I don't. You don't get one. Fuck. <laughs> Just put it on your laptop. The Scout flag's there. <laughs> that is a formal opening. That's the fucking Scout law. The honour. That's the that's the ode that you take. The oath that you take. You know the only thing that I'm disappointed with with that opening. Tell me. That was splendid. Mm. <laughs> I almost felt slightly turned on. Really? Yeah. Um, but the only disappointing part out of that mm. is I wish you hadn't been looking at your screen when he said it. Oh, if I had I wish memorized you just it. Go, close your eyes, <laughs> put your hand on your heart, yes, and just spoken the words. I would have sat back and probably fainted. On my honour, I promise to do my best, to do my duty, to eyes my closed. God and to the Queen of Australia to help other people oh my God. and live by the Scout Law. Oh, I can live by the Scout Law. I want to live by the, the scout, scout Law. But interestingly enough... Is there a law? <laughs> interesting. <laughs> is it like an amendment? <laughs> well, no. The Scout Law, to be respectful, be friendly and considerate and care for others in the environment, do what is right, be trustworthy, honest, fair, and use resources wisely, and believe in myself. Learn from my experiences and face challenges with courage. That is the Scout Law, right. as bequeathed unto us by the head of scouting worldwide, Mr. Bear Grylls. Uh, can I just point out the Cub Law is do whatever the fuck the Scouts tell you to do. Correct. <laughs> There's a spa simpler. And you don't want to be a Joey, because that just <laughs> everyone's fucking telling you what to do. Um, mind you, though, that's not the oath that the Governor of Tasmania took on Saturday at Cubbery, which is where oh. I attended with my son. You were hanging out with government. I did. Officials. She oh, took mother. the oath of- Dude grows a beard and suddenly you get authoritarian oh, and you're hanging around with important folk and you're, you're stating all these oaths and laws. Oh, and it's just all happening, God mate. damn. It's fucking happening. You're anyway, a different man. I am. So she, she took the oath and she said, on my honour, I promise to do my best to be true to my spiritual beliefs, to contribute to my community and the world and to help other people and live by the scout law. Works for me. Correct. So, uh, for those who have not been paying attention, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Everyone's, they've just listened to this episode, but like, is this meant to be like a funny thing or something? This is not. And we're, we're doing like scout oaths. Like, yeah, this is not what I called is, him for. Is this culty? <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, it get gets up, there. <laughs> get your woggle. Get your woggle out. <laughs> that should be a scout t-shirt. Get your woggle get out. Get your woggle out. Look. As funny as it is, I'm not sure that's the message that Maybe Scouting not. Worldwide wanted. No, I don't think that was actually in the oath. Show us your woggle. <laughs> anyway, so those woggle people- Woggle it just, just a little bit. bit. <laughs> that could be a t-shirt, though. I want to see you woggle Truth, it. Truth, there's nothing untoward. Nothing at all. Because all you're replacing is wiggle. <laughs> anyway, so for those who have not been paying attention- Four scouts in coloured guernseys, mm. the woggles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the blue woggle. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Keep going. I'm interrupting important things. 6 a.m. Wake up, Jeff. <laughs> um, my son and I, this weekend, attended Cubbery. You did. Now, for those who don't know what Cubbery is, it is a biannual, so not twice a year. It's every two years, because I know you struggle with them. Oh, <laughs> fucking hate it. Yes. Just make a decision in the English language. Make bi-yearly, bi-monthly, whatever. Make it either times two. Yes. So every second one mm. or two in that period. 
Don't have it so they say the fucking... It means the same thing and fuck, we're not going to go there again. It's a homophone, mate. Um, so every two years, the Cubs are uh, in Tasmania, have uh, a meeting of the clans. So Cubs from well, all over the state. Game of Thrones. <laughs> exactly. It pretty much is. Um, so all the Cubs are around Tasmania get invited to go to Hobart. There's a massive big scouting Cub facility down there called the Lee. And we had, I think, over 700 people from all across the state. You, there was woggles for days. Actually, there wasn't woggles for days. It was a woggle-free camp. I tell you what, that's actually um, how lucky we in Tassie because you wouldn't have been able to have that group of people in many places around the country. That's why Jamboree, which is for scouts, was cancelled this year because ah. that was supposed to be in the COVID state of Victoria. <laughs> Um, and they went, oh, shit, no, I'll we can't. i tell you what, man. I, when, I, when I was a bit younger, hmm. not quite that young, but a bit young, I used to love going cubbing. I used to love it. <laughs> doof, 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 doof. It was great. <laughs> so the guys want to go cubbing tonight? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Bust a move. Yeah. And then you get into the forces. Mm. You become your, like a, in a seal unit. Yeah. And then they call it clubbing. Yeah. <laughs> Gets really confusing it from really there on does. in. It does. Back to your story. Stupid thing. When my wife and I were living in Sydney, we used to go to um, movie marathons, and I don't think they fucking do them anymore. No, I used to love movie marathons. Which is like three or four movies in a row, and you'd start at 8 o'clock at night, and you wouldn't walk out yep. till 6 a.m. in the morning. people would take their blankies and everything. And exactly. Just, it was great. It Half really the time, you fall asleep through the second or the third movie for a little while, then you wake back up, and then you'd be rearing back your night. It'd be fine. Anyway, <laughs> there, was a, there was a skill tester machine at this particular... Um, the Westfields in Parramatta, the cinema there, had a skill tester machine there, and I would always try and win my wife a prize. Of course you would. And I won her two baby white fur seals. Oh, we wonderful. called one club and the other one coat. <laughs> 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 and I won once a little green uh, crocodile or alligator. Mm. We called that boots. And my wife still There's has, a theme here. And my wife still has boots and she uses it as a pincushion. <laughs> In her sewing cupboard. That's great. Yeah, 25-year-old boots. Nice. <laughs> anyway, so we went down to Kabarui, and Jake was as happy as a clam. He was so pumped. He had me in the car for three and a half hours, and he got to listen to his entire playlist. So on <laughs> on my Spotify account, um, Jake's got – he can add whatever songs he wants, yep. and Ella can do the same. And whenever we're in the car together, whoever's turn it is to be DJ – they can listen to their songs. But you only generally, where we're travelling, probably get two songs and that's about yeah. it. His playlist is three hours and 19 minutes. <laughs> and he got the whole lot. He got the whole lot. And he... Was there anything in that playlist where you've gone, oh, fuck, I don't listen to this song. But you know yeah. what? I've locked myself into it. It's raining tacos. Da, 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 da. Raining tacos. That's a fucking song. Is that meant to song. be like a, it's raining men? Like no. Oh, no. It's a different song just, altogether. That's it. Or, nah, walls, nah, walls, swimming in the ocean. Right. You're missing out, mate. Yeah. You're not actually missing out at all. Anyway. Is that an offspring song? Or? <laughs> it sounds like it, doesn't yeah, it? Does, yeah. Um. Anyway, so we went down and he was happy and then we weren't going to be fed on the Friday night at Cabaret. So Jake and I decided to do what you do in Hobart, where you decided to go to Muir's for fish and chips before we went to Cabaret. Nice. Because, you know, that was a meeting point that we were all going to meet and convoy it in. Um, and, you know, some scallops for Dad never goes astray. And uh, so we got that, and that was fine. We arrived at 6 o'clock. 
There's 700 cubs everywhere. Fuck. Everyone's trying to find a bit of dirt where you can pitch a tent. Kids, you reckon they're calm? No. So trying to pitch four tent, five tents and one swag with eight cubs and trying to maintain where they're at was like herding cats. It really <laughs> was. <laughs> and it was, it just was. Anyway, so the, the rule number one was you get your tent buddy. So cubs can only share a tent with another cub. They yep. can't share with a parent or anything like that. Jake couldn't even come into my swag. Um, and if you wanted to go anywhere, you had to go with your tent buddy. So if you wanted to go to the toilets, that's fine. You take your tent buddy. Yep. If you wanted to go to the mess hall, you take your tent buddy, which was great because you'd at least- So can I ask you a question? And I don't mean this to sound untoward at all, hmm. but is that set up so that um, everyone in this entire area where you've got little kids and yes. adults, yes. no one has to be concerned about anything untoward happening at all? Absolutely. Is that purely why it's there? Uh, I, I, so it's I, just I, easy to gauge that, okay, everyone here is safe and everything's fine. Yeah, there is a there's a lot. Like when I did- There'll be a lot of people that- don't know people. Correct. So, Absol- Well, there's no one on site who is over the age of 18 mm-hmm. who hasn't passed a working with vulnerable people's check. Yep. And no one who is in my position, like a parent helper or whatever, who hasn't already been vetted. Like they made phone calls to you and another yep. reference and, and, you know, made sure that I wasn't a reasonable member of community. Yeah, of wasn't which a- I said, you know, he's... He's okay, but he does kill chickens a Fucking, lot. As long as there's no so, chooks there, yeah, leave, you're fine. <laughs> leave the hen house out the back. Exactly. So there's a lot of vetting yeah, going along there. And there's a lot of um, online things about working with children and, and what's appropriate and what's yeah. inappropriate. Because if you're sending your kids off to something like this or you're going with your children, you want to make sure that they're in a safe environment. Absolutely. And look, Scouts is not unlike any other environment that involves a lot of kids. In the past, there have been things that have happened to children which are unspeakable, and so they want to stop that from ever yep. happening again. Makes complete sense. So we have this uh, thing; it's called Too Deep. So sounds a bit, mm, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you probably saw a look at my face. I tried to hold the smirk away. No, it was and I there. tried to keep it clean and normal and be adult about it. Every time I heard it, I still smirked, <laughs> um, which means that no child. It's a Phil will, Collins song. Yeah, Too Deep. <laughs> too Deep. Uh, no child will be one on one with an adult. There will always be two adults and one child or multiple children. Okay. And if that, for whatever reason, that's not possible, they say, look, have as many kids there as possible. Like, just so you're never one-on-one alone with the child. And that's the thing, too, because as a grown man, Mm. you also, even if you're doing nothing wrong, you don't want to be seen in anyone's eyes because they may see something and in their eyes thinks, oh, that's a bit... Weird. Yeah. Whereas you haven't done anything weird whatsoever. So if you've got safety in numbers, it means that it's also protecting you. Safety in numbers protects you, protects the kid, Mm. protects scouting. So that's it all makes sense. Perfectly fine and reasonable. Yeah. Um which which was great. So we got there. They're good. I like that idea. (laughs) A temp buddy. A temp buddy. I've never had a temp buddy before. You should get a temp buddy. I might just put something I'm sure there's a website somewhere I can say, I want a tent buddy. It's like Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) Tent tent buddy. Swag left or swag right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so after we got them all. Oh my God, now I've got all you. It's like, would you peg them or not? <laughs> mm, that's a different website. Will, will they put up your tent? <laughs> that's Grinder. <laughs> We're pitching a tent. <laughs> I think I've gone down a different road with Tent Buddy. Open your flaps. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Mm. So they decided. Yeah. 
what they learned from Cabaret last time was kids are a smidge on the excited side just to be there. <laughs> Look, I reckon I even will be. I, I was a little bit. I've had a bit, bit of fun. It was. Yeah. So we've got the tents all squared away, and it's and then at eight thirty they had a concert, and I'm like, what's the fucking concert? So we all get to this meeting area, and they have a band, a live band, which is great. Yep. Unfortunately, I don't think any member of that live band was under 65. Right. And they started playing rock hits from the 60s and 70s. Oh, fantastic. That now, would have gone down like an absolute lead balloon. When they started playing Fade to Black, which was the theme song from Apocalypse Now. So we're not talking like Metallica. <laughs> Get the lead out for Led Zeppelin, though. But, you know, so um, there was a lot of deep, heavy 70s rock amongst that set, which these band members probably were in in their 30s, <laughs> in the 70s. Yep. Anyway, but the kids loved it because it was just live music and they were dancing like no one was okay, watching, good success, which was then. great. And then there was- Did they have merch? They didn't have merch. They <laughs> right. should have had merch. Be great. Um, but the funny thing was, right, they decided to do popcorn and they decided to do uh, Milo's for everyone. I'm standing there next to this guy called Stu. Now, Stu was the other adult helper, cracking bloke, absolutely, really genuinely a really nice guy. Thoroughly enjoyed having to spend two days with him because he was easy to talk to and and it wasn't like you were stuck with some gumpty. Which could happen. Oh, it could. But he was a really- You're going to be as friendly as he can, but the whole time I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. You are a dickhead. <laughs> no, Stu was not a dickhead at all. Yep. He was just a, a really easy guy to have a chat to. And He's we, a food group. I mean, exactly. You've got to be okay. <laughs> exactly. So we're standing right next to each other. He's got a semi beard. I've got a full mustache and a half beard. <laughs> like, yep. there's not much that differentiates us. I had three kids come up to me and say, Is there any more popcorn? I'm going, How would I know? <laughs> <laughs> the, so they didn't go to stew. Not at all. And the first one was like, Oh, I'm sorry, mate. I don't know. The second one, I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like, Stu, why are they asking me? And he goes, I don't know. The third one came up and I've just looked at him and gone, is this a setup? Are you G'ing me up? And he's just laughing. And I'm like, sorry, buddy. I don't know if there's any more popcorn. Then the funny, funny thing happens. The guy with the big bowl of popcorn walks up and says, can you hold this? I'm like, no, what? I'm not the Everything popcorn man. you screams popcorn, popcorn. <laughs> And I said to Stu, we're moving because I'm not standing here any longer being the popcorn man. How he is dressed. Were you kind of dressed with one of like your comedic t-shirts? I'm no. Like, was it a bright shirt? No, I was wearing a dark blue jacket. Wow. He was not wearing anything much different. We were both in shorts. Okay. You is really it, couldn't separate the two of us. Is it possible? And look, this is the, going out on a bit the, of a stretch The fluoro here. legs, the pink stockings set them off. No, no. <laughs> that would do it. But I was just thinking, is it possible that these kids, I mean, kids we're get drawn up to, to the calves. They get up to, up to some weird shit when they're in, away and they'll organize stuff. Hmm. And they have a bit of a secret language. So maybe, that you know, to get like a... Like, I wouldn't say drugs, but, you know, maybe some energy drinks or something, right? Too much sugar, there's a, you reckon? There's a key word oh, where you yeah. walk up. It's like, basically, you've got to go up to a guy that's got a fresh moustache. Got any and popcorn? And just mention popcorn. 
and he'll give you the, the sherbet sherbet bombs. Yeah, sherbet bombs. You know, little little mini energy V drinks or something. Ah, oh, like yeah, Red the little balls, V throwdowns or whatever yeah, it is, something like that. <laughs> and maybe they're mistaken. And there's this guy over there that looks quite like you. Yeah. He's got a big jacket on <laughs> with all this and, stuff and, in, and, and, and that sugar. And, and, and he's given away, uh, hasn't given away anything. No, he's not selling anything. So why? I, I told all the kids to pass on. You know, you just come and ask for yeah. popcorn. Popcorn. And I'll I'll get their shit to him. Sugar for woggles. Sugar for yeah. woggles. And he's, <laughs> and he's probably never going to do the gig again. He thought, that's a waste of time. It's a bust. Whereas you, you could have made some coin. <laughs> well, at least some woggle. <laughs> anyway, so that was fine. Unfortunately, like Scout Cubs goes to the age of about, once you turn 11, you age out. So you then move progressively onto Scouts. So all these kids are under 11, except for maybe out of 500 kids uh, who were Cubs, I reckon you probably had 50 who were Scouts who were, like, helping out with the troop. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yep. And I'm like... Getting their clan together. Yeah, but I'm like, the music sort of doesn't fit the generation. Lights, like, we were supposed to head back to Bunks at 9.30. Lights out at 10.30. I can tell you, 10.30 for 10-year-olds, it's a bit fucking late. <laughs> it certainly was for me. Anyway, the amount of shushing that went on between the hours of oh, 9.30 really? and 11 was insurmountable. <laughs> like, no abacus in the world could add that number up. It was just from all, because everyone's So it's just constantly, it's like, shh, go to sleep. Quiet, shh, quiet. <laughs> like, that's all it is for an hour. I'm in town, come in here. Shh, be quiet. Like, that's all it is. And then you'll hear a random, <laughs> So has anyone ever seen The Quiet Place? <laughs> exactly. If you're not quiet, the monsters come and eat you. But the funny thing is- Spoilers it, for The Quiet Place. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a Mexican wave. As soon as you have one sound, it's just like- it's like a Doppler. <laughs> a Mexican shush. A Mexican shush. Anyway, so that was fine. We had breakfast booked in because they had to do three different serving times. I suppose you'd have to. It's a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. And also they wanted to have social distancing for new COVID rules that probably weren't in yeah, place okay. beforehand. Yep. So our breakfast time... Was at six fifty a.m. We found out that night breakfast was actually going to be six forty a.m. So that everyone could be fed, ready for morning parade to meet said governor of Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Bloody hell, that's early! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I also discovered that whilst you, my beautiful friend, was so generous to give me your swag, yep, which quite frankly was awesome. And I got quite a few of the dads walking past going, fuck, nice swag. <laughs> there was a bit of swag envy, I can tell you that, going around. Nice. Not like the size of your swag, It's good swag, though. It's a fuck. Mind you, there was a lady there who had the same swag, but inside hers, she also had a lamb's wool oh, blanket. Geez, fucking, fancy. she was fancy pants. Yeah. So for those that don't know, um, it's the, uh, the King Daddy swag. The King Daddy swag was uh, the business. Yeah. Um, but. But. When I bought my sleeping bag, mm-hmm. I bought that two years ago so I could go and work at Falls Festival, yep. which is a, a big music festival. 
that's run across Australia, but there's also one in Tassie. Yeah, back in the days when festivals were a thing. Yeah, back in the day <laughs> with festivals. But when I did Falls Festival, I was always just going to sleep in my car. This was before the Big Daddy swag. Yes. Now, Falls Festival is also New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. which is a bit warmer. Yep. Like a fucking lot warmer, actually. <laughs> so when, a bit chilly, did it? So when I was sleeping in my car, New Year's Eve at Falls Festival, I kind of had it unzipped. and it was Like just, a homeless person? Yeah, like, it was a bit like a blanket. That's all I used it for, and I was fine. Had the windows cracked. Yep. Lovely. Wonderful. Down at Cabaret, <laughs> I was freezing my nuts off. <laughs> I don't think this was rated to 12 degrees. Like, this was... N- did you, um, and I've got to ask, a um, bit of sway talk now, mm. but um, did you close both the windows? Oh, shit, so son. Yes, I did. Yeah. You didn't th- wake up and feel it was pretty warm? No, not at all. Right. It was frigid. Do you frigid. sleep cold normally? No, I'm a hot sleeper. Right. I think the rain was the thing that kept things a bit cool. Right, okay. Yeah, which, by the way, is a lovely experience to be in the swag and have a bit of light rain on there. I really enjoyed that. I actually love my swag. Oh, how could you not? It's great. It's glorious. And I said the little solar or the little light I gave you as well, you hang from the top. That's Which, great. top tip, I took that tip, hide it once you finish turning it off. Oh, yeah. Glows like a motherfucker. Green line is- Yeah. <laughs> I thought I had left the Xbox how, on. How light is it? <laughs> yeah. Like it's meant to just be this bit of an amber glow once you switch it off, uh, but it's bright. Yeah. I could have found my way through in the dark at that. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> it was awesome. Anyway- so we did that, woke up, we had morning parade. Um, I guess going to add in too, the one thing about the sway, because it is like camping, mm. you wouldn't have had the normal home you'd be comfortable sleep either, because I mean, it's only a small mattress. It was So you would have been probably rolling about a little bit. Trying a to lot. Get I was spots. flopping around like a beached halibut, and I did find that my hips were not as used to it, because yeah. my mattress at home is quite lovely. Yeah, that's what I find after spending you know, like five, six nights in a row on it, I do find that um, just booking a room somewhere and just having a normal sleep in a normal bed yeah. is a great thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. So we did that. We woke up the next morning. Then we all went and went to our activities. Mm-hmm. Now, this was funny. As the adult helper- So this is after breakfast? After breakfast, yep. after morning parade. What, what time was um, the governor booked in for? I reckon she got there eight bells. Yeah. Is governor still the right term? Yeah, I think she's so the governor, governor of Tasmania. For both? Yep. Yeah. For male and female. Oh yeah, I don't think they call her the governess. Mm. I think it's just the governor of Tasmania. Makes sense. She got invested as I had done the week before. Yep. Got given her own scarf and woggle. Nice. Took the oath. Um, and that was great. Absolutely lovely. And then so part of being an adult helper is we went to our first lot. You got to help. You got to fucking help. <laughs> um, so we worked that bit out. The first part of it was uh, all the kids did different activities. So they, sorry, they broke us into regions. So the Levin region, which included um, the, the north, the south. I'm the king of the north. Pretty much, exactly. It was very much Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, so the Levin region, which is um, the Penguin, Olveston, Turner's Beach, Devonport area. Yep. We all did our activities together because they figured, oh, you might know some of the other kids because you might yeah. go to a similar school, that but you sense. might live somewhere else. Not quite so as manic. Exactly. So we rocked up. Stu got fucking the dream job. He got bubble duty. Fucking stew. Fucking stew. Bubble. I never liked the guy. No, he's a nice guy. Yeah. But he, he doesn't just, have popcorn, though. No, he doesn't <laughs> have popcorn. Got any popcorn? Um, so he got bubble duty. I'm popcorn. I'm popcorn. <laughs> so he had two sticks with rope on it and a washer on the bottom, dipped that in some sort of solution. Oh, actual bubbles. And then just held it up and fucking bubbles everywhere. And the well, scouts got to go to that. I got given puzzle duty. Oh, how fun now, was that? The unfortunate thing is, when the puzzle was being explained, 
I wasn't in the room. <laughs> so yeah, my instruction came from someone who wasn't listening to how the puzzle worked. If you can imagine a stick, probably about a foot long, in that stick is drilled three holes. Yep. Equal spaces apart. Wonderful. You take a piece of string, probably uh, a full arm's length, probably about a metre and a half long, double it over, feed one loop through the middle hole, mm-hmm. and then feed it through itself. So it's not a knot, it's just a, a loop through. Okay. Tie one of the tails to one of the other holes on the end, and then when you tie the other tail to the other hole in the end, you've got to put a washer on that string. Okay. And then you've got to find a way to get the washer to the other end. Correct. Unfortunately, someone forgot the washers. So they had curtain rings, right. which were like a key ring. So it had a spiral on it. Yeah, so a metal curtain ring? Yeah, yep. but it had a spiral on it, which means if you were clever, you could just move the spiral <laughs> as opposed <laughs> to working out the puzzle. Yep. The unfortunate thing is I had the conversation with someone. I said, are you supposed to tie it at both ends or is it just a knot so that it won't go through and how's that supposed to work? She goes, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm like, doesn't it? I said, everything has rules, man. So how's the solution? What's the solution? How do you do it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, well, if you don't know, I obviously don't know. This is great. What do I tell these cubs who are going to say, how do you do it? And she you goes, say, it's a puzzle. That's exactly what she said. <laughs> it's a puzzle. And if you, can't, if you can't work it out, go to your troop leader and they know. <laughs> they fucking don't. <laughs> but they're not willing to admit that they don't and they'll get on the Google machine and work it out. I love it. So we have a situation where when we're growing up as children, mm. our parents lie to us about Santa and Easter Bunny and Tooth Fairy. And, oh, the Tooth Fairy might be real, but you know, the others. <laughs> the others. The others, they're Bumpkin. definitely not real. Yeah. Sorry, kids, if you're listening. Um, they're gone. And then you kind of assume, though, as you get a bit older, once you, you find out that those things aren't real, mm. other than the Tooth Fairy. Other than the Tooth Fairy real. and wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> and wrestling. <laughs> um, but you, you kind of think, well, you know, the world's more honest with me now. Yeah. And, all the rest. and then you go to Cubs. <laughs> Fuck you like, over again. They fucking lie to you as well. <laughs> Straight to your face. It's just, it's a world of deception. <laughs> it just is. And anyway, so that's exactly the line I gave them. So I would have six... Cubs rock up, and I'd go, because, I, look, I can be animated, and I've got kids, so I yeah. understand that you want to build a bit of excitement. So, like, come in, cublings. Exactly. <laughs> and it was like, I was probably one of the first activities these cubs were doing. So, my, I, I wanted so to- all uphill from there. <laughs> <laughs> uphill, downhill. <laughs> and, I, and so, I tried to build a bit of excitement. I'm like, g'day, cubs, how are you? Actually, we're guides. Oh, sorry, guides, how are you? Because the guides were there as well. Okay, so they they still use their own term guides then? Well, they were guides and yep. were question- guides. So, so when, no, when they- there's a full moon, they get all hairy. They were guides. <laughs> were guides. <laughs> 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 were these little hairy were guides <laughs> running around in a full moon. Little girls, I like, turn into these. <laughs> <laughs> girls do do that though. I, can I just say, <laughs> guiding Tasmania, guides Tasmania, fuck, you've, you've got everything squared away. Those guides were a delight. They were listening. They were polite. Jeez. Unlike the rabble of cubs that I got. <laughs> you know why? Why? I thought, yeah, popcorn. Yeah. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> they thought I had popcorn. <laughs> anyway, so um, that I would say, you know, who are you? Where are you yeah. from? Did you work out the puzzle in the finish? Did you no, Google it? No. You still don't know? I had no coverage. Right. 
and I couldn't be asked afterwards. <laughs> anyway, so there's all these kids walk around with a puzzle, not knowing how to work <laughs> Looking it. Looking puzzled. But the thing is, they don't even know, and I still don't know whether or not I've told them to construct it correctly so they can even work out the solution. Right, okay. Well, that's what a puzzle is. It is it's, a, it's an enigma wrapped in a puzzle, wrapped in an enigma. <laughs> anyway, but I was disappointed. For de- probably for decades. Decades. Those kids are still going to be like, I couldn't work out that puzzle. They'd read it a popcorn bloke. There'd probably be someone in some kind of a mental ward somewhere just rocking back and forth padded cells <laughs> with, a, with a string and, and a, a little thing. And a washer. Like, I to work out how to do this. <laughs> 23 years of my life, I still can't My life won't be out. complete until I work out the stick puzzle from Carberry 21. And, and then all, the doctor's outside, like, should we have given them string on <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, so I was disappointed, though, because all the Cubs would rock up, and I'd, where are you from? I'm from this district, or I'm from this Cubs. And you and I are both from Penguin, mm-hmm. right? So the Penguin Cubs rock up. Where are you from? We're from Penguin. And so Fantastic. my response was, oh, 7316 represent. And they looked at me the same way you just did. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, shouting the postcode <laughs> of their town and saying, represent, is not what the kids are doing these right. days. <laughs> I can't understand why that would be the case. I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't have the neck tattoo, 7316. <laughs> Gangster style. Anyway. So they did that. They played bubbles with Stu. Sorry, I'm just, I've got this image. Yes. The view doing this thing is complete silence. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> just these blank stairs going, do you reckon he's got any popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, is there, is there another trainer, another adult around somewhere? <laughs> like, we've, got a, we've got a false one. Yeah. But this one's a, How did yeah. they let him in? Anyway. faulty. So when we rocked up as well, we were given a cubbery scarf. So we have our normal... Scarves that we have from our district. Yep, we call those Harris. Harris scarf, yep. Mm-hmm. But when you went to Cubbery, you got given a Cubbery scarf. Wow. Which All the merch. Which then the Cubs then silkscreened themselves with the logo of Cubbery 21, which right. was kind of cool. That was an activity they had to do. Um, make your own woggle. So they had um, wetsuit material, and you put a couple of holes in it, and you bedazzle that with a jewel, and you make your own woggle. Wow. So that was kind of cool. And then... I still had to stay and fucking help other people's kids while my son went up the hill. And this is what he got to do. I said it was all uphill. <laughs> yeah. He got to go on homemade billy carts down a hill, which I thought was a bit risky to let a 10-year-old be in charge of a vehicle. I oh, know. Do that shit. I had a couple of hay bales, yeah. but that was fine. He's had a few popcorns. He's yeah, fine. exactly. Uh, build the t- tallest milk crate stack you can come up with and then knock it over with basketballs. Make fire. Oh, Hello which my son burnt himself because <laughs> he someone had made fire and he picked up that stick and burnt himself. Brilliant. And then... Induction, that's what that's called. Induction. So you're not going to be welcome cooking. in the group till you burn yourself. Exactly. Burn it! And then he had a bit of a headache because they so played... I don't really want to burn it. Dad, where's my dad? Oh, shit, he's down there with a puzzle in here. Exactly. What's he... I don't know, he's, he's screaming 71316. What's going on? Burn yourself! I was like, Dad... Represent! Represent! He's so confused. (laughs) And then they had these face cutouts and they had to throw bloody wet sponges at each other and Jake copped one, I think it might have had a rock in it. That's to to get rid of the fire. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So that was done. Then we went and had lunch and that was fine. And then we went to the beach. And this was hilarious. I'll tell you what, mate. 
This sounds like a full-on holiday adventure. Yeah, and they bust us to the beach because it was uh, probably about oh, 15 k's away from where we were. Uh, down in Kingston. Buster Beach, he's a rapper. Buster Beach, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brother of Buster Rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the Kingston Surf Scouts, I think was what they were called, they ran the next activity, which was kayaking. So many branches. Oh, this. there's so many. It's like the Freemasons. You know, the secret handshake. <laughs> so it was, there was beach cricket, which we played, and nice. then there was tug of war, and that was fine, and then... You know, building sandcastles. And then for the last half of our afternoon, we were either on kayaks or canoes or these little boats. The funniest thing is, though, we had two adult helpers or three adult helpers in kayaks on the is water. Stu there in this group? Stu's on the water. He's put his he hand up for that. I said I'd, I'd remain on the beach. Yep. Because um, Jake had hurt his thumb and I thought, mm, that was starting to blister. Right. You know. <laughs> So he wanted to be a bit closer to the action. Well, just in case he wanted to stop the activity he was doing, I wanted to kind of be there. Yep. Um, then all of a sudden, the wind picked up. And I mean fucking picked up. And all of a sudden, all these kayaks start heading out towards <laughs> the fucking Tasman Sea. <laughs> Luckily. It's the... fantastic. I didn't even know while watching was on this exactly. trip. <laughs> Luckily, the Sea Scouts had strung a rope across the mouth of the river. Ah, clever. But- a couple of the cubs went, oh, shit, what's going over there? And they started to paddle towards it. The next thing you know- <laughs> Build it and they will come. We've got 15 kayaks all pushed up against this rope and I've got Stu and the other adult helper going, ah! Christ, they're creating their own water world. <laughs> so me and some other adults are just walking into the water, wading into this water and just pulling these kayaks up and <laughs> beaching them. And then uh, one by one, we had to push them to shore and get them out. But it was just so funny to see all these boats just migrate towards the Tasman Sea. And I'm like, oh, shit. We're about to lose a couple. We've lost one. We've lost one. Don't worry about it. You got 700 or something. Exactly. What's What's one? What's one? Eh, We never noticed, actually. So that was that. You'd be like, you know, he was never even there. We didn't see him. He didn't turn up. After we finished all of that, we went back, had something to eat, which was fine. And then they said... We're going to have a campfire. Great. That sounds very cubby. You know, big sing song around the campfire. Now, this is where it got a little bit weird for me and Stu. We kind of went, Did you have to sacrifice a child over the fire or something? Close. So, I don't know whether you're (laughs) aware. The fire's getting out of the ground. Throw Timmy on the fire. (laughs) Oh, my God, they killed Timmy. Hit the fire with Timmy. It'll go out. You can buy these things, the little coloured things, and you chuck them in the fire, mm-hmm. and they make the flame go a different colour. Okay, I haven't seen they them. They burn green and just blue. To look pretty, and, basically. Exactly, look, just to look yep. pretty. The grand poobah cub himself stood in front of all of them. He looked like he'd mugged a Canadian Mountie with the hat that he was wearing. Right. And he wore his cub blanket. Now, on the cub blanket is where you put all your patches that you don't wear on your shirt. Right. So anytime you... patches to your kit? Well, every time you attend an event, like I've got a cubbery patch now. Yep. Um, I've got, a, a, you know, you get every event that you attend, you get one of those. And that kind of is a temporary one. You wear it for a couple of months and then you get the next event. Okay. So what do you do with this one that you've already earned? Or if you get a skill and then you go to the next level of that skill, what do you do with the first one? Right. So they all sew them onto yep. their blankets. This guy had, like it put my quilt to shame. This was covered in it. And he was the master of ceremonies. And it was in the dark, and he had this green flame going up behind him 
wearing this big fucking coat, and he's like, we're going to sing some songs. And it was all a cappella style and stuff like that. Marilyn Manson. Well, that's the thing, right? And and there were things like, you know. Have you got the lyrics? You know, great big balls of grief, you got me gopher's guts, and all that kind of stuff that you, you do. Campfires burning, there's that opening song there. And then they. Is that, is that um, the Midnight Oil song? Except the campfire version? <laughs> How can we sleep <laughs> while, while the campfire's burning? burning. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they even did Baby Shark for crying out loud. Oh, God. Now, Grand Old Duke of York. But here's the thing, right? Now, this is where I'm going to need your moral compass. Wow. So if we got to that point. Yeah. We've skewed way left. Now, the Cub movement was founded around about the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Um, and the head of the, the Cub movement travelled extensively through the world and certain parts of Africa. It's now, interesting. I didn't even realise it, but I mean... The, the history or the scout of this, movement, sorry, yeah, um, is that um, the Carlton United Brewery actually started Cubs. Did they? Now? Yeah, it's a true story. <laughs> yeah, way back when, way back when, because all those people were brewing beer. So yes. what do we do with our kids? So we'll we'll have a little group over here, let them yeah. hang around, and we'll just abbreviate it back. Just call them Cubs. Yeah, and give them some patches, yeah, let them start fires. Yeah, fine. and just went from there. Yeah. Anyway, so the scouts, he stood up and he said these words. He said, "Look, we're about to sing a song." That some people don't find popular. <laughs> but you know what? We just think it's a bit of a fun, so we're going to sing it anyway. Righto. Ging, gang, golly, wally, wally, wally. <laughs> really? True story. Ging, gang, goo, ging, gang, goo. Now, look, <laughs> there is a story behind it. But in 2021, we kind of believe that might be, at the very least, cultural appropriation. (laughs) Some may even say slightly racist. Slightly. What do you reckon? It's a song that was written in 1926. The world just didn't give a shit back then about anyone else. No, it didn't. Can I say, it was one of the whitest things I've ever been to as well. (laughs) If if they had have whipped out some bed sheets, I wouldn't have been surprised. (laughs) There were a couple of the guides who looked like they might have been from Southeast Asian descent, but there was a very small pocket of them. And I'm like, I said to Stu, I said, you ain't from around here, are you, boy? (laughs) Like, And we kind of both went, should we? Do you think there was more... Is that more Tassie-based? Because we don't have a lot of multiculturalism uh, in Tasmania. Do you reckon, say, if you're in Melbourne or Sydney or I something? I think the, the demographic would have been different. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Leave well, your sheets at home. Yeah, leave <laughs> your sheets at home. <laughs> leave your sheets at home. <laughs> it's not the place for it. It's not your place for your sheets. Uh, um, should uh, should look- we have even sung, should the song have even been sung? Even even when it's pointed out that some people may not find that or f- might find that a bit on the nose. Look, I'm certain that the kids wouldn't have known anything about it because it would have been a fun thing. But Sure. Are then we now teaching that yeah. to our children? I is- would just think in this day and age it's probably not appropriate anymore. But I'm I- certain that. I mean, stick with Baby Shark. But he, Look, there's a, there's a lot of other songs you can sing. You probably don't need to sing that one. But then I thought, you know what? No, I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah. But then you then I look at it and go, well, Quentin Tarantino had 
movies and 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 he's white and he's written Django Unchained. True. And that's got a lot of the N-word mentioned. It has. And there's it depicts a time. People didn't say that that shouldn't have been made. No. <sighs> or but is it saying that? Or if- is it that we're too a to a too white and too middle-aged, and B, no one is asking our opinion, and we shouldn't say anymore. But you see, I, you always fall back to that one because you feel as though it's the right thing to do. Mm. Um, whereas I think, oh, I love my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? But, oh, I just, I, my opinion really is I just think we probably don't need to. You don't need to. No. Anyway, I'm we gonna, I get it, it's probably a little bit of fun and it's fun around the fire and it's something all the kids get involved with and it's and they don't know what the words mean at all. But Correct. And we could just, always have a bit of fun with casual racism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you can't have fun being casually racist, when can you be fun? It's all casual racism's a little bit like casual sex. Yeah, it's all fun it? till things get a bit rash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, I'm not the person who would be offended by it, and I don't think they asked anyone who would be. Who cares? I mean, why not just just change the wording slightly? Make it a canine song, <laughs> Collie Dogs, because that would make sense. Well, none of the words you go in from Gollywog to Collie Dog, yeah, but it... but none of the words in the song are in English. Oh, okay, yeah, righto. That makes it harder. Oh, hey, Lashala, <laughs> like it really. Anyway, let's leave that where it is. Right. It was a moment where I went, put the bed sheets away. But um, it was a very dark forest and a very big flame and a guy dressed as a grand poobah wizard. It's starting to sound very Halloween. Halloween yeah. Like it is October. If, if someone had have come out of the bushes with a chainsaw, I wouldn't have been fucking surprised. <laughs> um, but by lights out again, we're supposed to be 10.30. At 8 o'clock, my son looked at me and went, Dad, I need to go to bed. <laughs> I'm like... Would have been a big day, though. It was massive. And they spent four I mean, hours a, I mean, he's basically beach. trying to burn the whole thing down. That Correct. didn't work. Um, he was, was the no, prodigy of cubs. There was no I'm a, the fire starter. <laughs> <laughs> there was no a mass drowning. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there was catastrophe everywhere. <laughs> but no one died. Oh, great. I mean, a couple of ankles got rolled, but that was about it. But, geez, that can happen walking down the street. Exactly. Um, but look, so he said to me at 8 o'clock, I'd want to go to bed. And I said, well, get your bunk buddy, your tent buddy, and Stu and I will take you both back and that'll be fine. His tent buddy went, fuck that, I'm staying. <laughs> tent buddy's partying yeah, on. He's, he's gone and seen popcorn. And he, you've just seen... He's just had a <laughs> turfy little Red Bull. Exactly. <laughs> I love Coke. <laughs> Oh, sugar! <laughs> Sherbet bombs, everyone! <laughs> Cubs gone wild. Cubs gone wild. That's <laughs> like meatballs. Yeah, exactly. Except younger. He just wakes, just walking Can around. I just put it for those who don't know that are and probably, oh, Jesus Christ, what, under the age of 30? Mm. Meatballs was an old movie from way back in the 80s. Wasn't it ever. I'm not talking ever. about the food. No. Same as with stew, I'm not talking about... Like a casserole. No. Anyway, so 20 minutes later, his friend had peaked <laughs> and was coming down. And he looked at me and went, no, I'm ready. So they were in their tent by, I reckon, quarter to nine. That's not too And bad, they man. were done. Yep. And they would have slept. They were fucking There wouldn't done. have been as much shushing. No. And because I had rehearsals the next day at one o'clock 
on the northwest coast. Mm-hmm. We weren't going to stay until one o'clock at Cabaree. I said, we're going to get up, have breakfast, pack up and leave. And Jake, yep. on the sad day, was a bit, oh, I'd like to stay. When we woke up the next morning, he was like, I'm glad we're going home, Dad. <laughs> I am glad we're going home. Now, I will show you a photo of my son. Uh, on, oh, is he in the full gear? Uh, he's full not in tub the cos- cosplay? Oh, yeah, I can show you a couple of photos of that if you want. But this is um, uh, this is us on our way to Cabaree. That's at, at home. That, look at that facial hair. I know, it's a, glorious. In a photo, it just comes up beautifully. Isn't it just? This is us at uh, lunch on the Saturday. <laughs> now, because it was Cabaree, you're not allowed to take Photos of other people's kids. Yep, understandable. So it was just me and Jake, and so there's not that many photos. Yep. Um, and then I tell you what, his eyes were hanging out of his head. This is us leaving, but look how happy he is. <laughs> look at you. I know. There's a couple of great little photos there, though. There are. Yeah, this is, like he's had a great time. This is my son on the way home. <laughs> yeah, he's done. He's done. Done. I love that he sleeps with his hands behind his head, though. <laughs> Just swagger everywhere. Just he's swagger everywhere. <laughs> so we had an absolute blast. It was a great time. Nice. He thoroughly enjoyed himself and was very, very happy. Um, a big thank you to Ailes, who I work with, who gave Jake a proper sleeping bag. Makes sense that a group that was founded by the Carlton United Brewery, yeah. that Ailes, Ailes would was be the one. there. <laughs> Ailes was a hero. Um, no, because he was warm. He was lovely and toasty and warm in his down sleeping bag, and I also packed a pair of thermal underwear for him as well. So he was as snug as a so cub in a rug. you him. You didn't think about you, for No, exactly. He was as snug <laughs> as a cub in a rug. Oh, nice. Thank you very much. Uh, speaking of... Um, Rehearsals mm. and the photos I just saw. Mm. Should we have a quick little beard update? Oh, sure. Yeah. So this is the last you are probably going to see of St. Beardard. Mm. For those people who live on the northwest coast of Tasmania, now is probably the fucking last opportunity you're going to have to buy tickets to come and see me in Alo where I will be Captain Alberto Bertarelli. Less the beard, though. Less the beard, but with the moustache. Yeah, which is looking at... Just thick, bush-like, isn't it? Just. Mm. Um, I I won't reveal the name of my mustache yet. That will be next week. But uh, it's not going to a separate name. It's not going to be worth the wait. But I right okay. It made me laugh when I thought of it. Okay, right. <laughs> and and that's all it's all about making me laugh. Um, yeah, so rehearsals are going well, and we will be fucking on. I think it's the twenty second is opening night. It's not like it's around the corner, mate. Isn't it just? Yep. Very scary. But uh, some beard art. And I, had, did, <laughs> and I did run into Babs tonight on Babs, my way the, here. The ex-barber. The ex-barber Babs, uh, who said, I told you you could grow one. You're fine. <laughs> you look good in a beard. He didn't stroke it, though, but I wanted to touch his. It did look quite glorious. <laughs> his beard is insane. Yeah, it is off that, that is a, tap. That is like a bush. I mean, it's just everywhere. Mm. That thing hasn't been contained. Oh, no, no. <laughs> now, speaking of things that can't be contained... My um, official countdown student diary. Look, I am actually, I am actually excited this week. Normally, I, I feign a bit of excitement. <laughs> Do you feign? I, I don't know if you notice that. <laughs> I don't reckon anyone listening realizes that some of the excitement's a bit put on. Really, but it's your actoring skills. But it's so good. But I must admit, you looked at the diary before, mm-hmm. and you had this moment of, oh my god, look what's coming. So I am actually now quite excited about what's around the corner of this diary. So please, Joe Mather. Inform us what happened this time in the 1990 student diary. Okay, so Monday the 8th of October, 
Uh, Paul Hogan was born in 1940. See, there you go. Yeah, and apparently Sam likes this day. Don't know why. Uh, Tuesday the 9th, uh, John Lennon was born also in 1940. Did you know? No. But John McCartney has just come out. Paul Today. McCartney. Sorry, Paul Sir, McCartney. And fucking Sir Paul McCartney. Oh, fuck We're in the Commonwealth. Show some fucking respect. Oh, look, he doesn't even date a full woman, so I mean, <laughs> it doesn't count. They're married. <laughs> And I think they're split. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, but um, he stated now, it was fucking speaking John's of fault. splits, yeah. that it wasn't his fault at all, that it was John Lennon. Yeah. So I don't think, what are we, 40, 50 years later? Yeah. That you can now turn around. It's not breaking news. And, it's not bra- and, and suddenly go, you know what? It wasn't me. It was John. It was John, who's dead. dead. In 83 can't argue or anything. I think everyone else that would have been in the room then is also probably dead. Oh, Ringo. And I'm saying, not saying the birds, but any yeah, kind of yeah. producers and that kind of thing, they would have been fucking dead. Yeah, exactly. Because they would have been older, so they can't vouch for anyone. Yeah. So for fuck's sake, Paul, just leave it in the past. Harden the fuck up and just Jesus own it. Jesus Christ. And every, everyone blamed Yoko anyway. Everyone's had a hard day's night. Exactly. It's not just about you, Paul. Nice. Uh, the Pet Shop Boys, Chris Lowe, was born in 1959 on the 10th of October. Now, Daryl Hall from Hall and the Other Bloke. Oats. Hmm. <coughs> I know, was born in 1948, but on that day I needed to do the dead parrot sketch. Oh, Monty Python. Monty Python's dead parrot sketch in cluster assembly. It's sleeping. (laughs) He's pining for the fjords. (laughs) He's not dead. Still a great sketch. Well, then wake him up then. I bet at school though he didn't go, he's fucking snuffed it. (laughs) I don't think they actually said that in the sketch. Didn't they? No. You sure? BBC... I'm certain. Or maybe it was only in their live version. He might have done it in their live version, but yeah. Um, Stuart Laird and I did that together, the Dead Parrot sketch, and we performed that at the Steadford. Beautifully done. Now, for those wanting to know what I did on the 12th of October, Kirk Cameron's birthday, born in 1970, uh, period one, I had magazine, of course, Sundial. Of course. Uh, I had to do... I've written here bank. Don't know why. Period four was math. Period five, science. Probably. Period six, speech and drama. Um, but uh... have we got to the exciting part yet? Because I'm I'm not really sure whether we've gone past it. I mean, is it there yet? No. So on right. the thirteenth, when Paul Simon was born in 1941, wasn't a Friday, was it? No, it was a Saturday. Right. I have this letter to Joe. How are you, mate? Is this the exciting bit? No. Oh fuck. I'm fine. <laughs> How's your love life? I'm okay. Are you going to the Leavers dinner? I am. Well, better go. I love you later. Love and friendship, Tracy. P.S. Who's S.S.? The answer is, Trace, I don't know. <laughs> well, isn't that a conundrum of a little tale? Now, I've written this. Is this it? This, well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm building it up. I think, I'm excited. I think I might be showing that I may have thought myself to be slightly more intelligent than what I was, uh, on a day that there's a blank space underneath Sunday, because right. obviously it's only seven days in a week and it's four per page, I've written in my handwriting- mm-hmm. Oh, it's your own. Good. Mm, the principal of this academic establishment is an authoritarian, maladjusted, neurotic, Neanderthal psychopath. So there- <laughs> Welcome to the table, Martin Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Take that, 
Graham, whatever your name was. Can I just say that if I had seen that, read that, heard you say that... From a grade 10 student. I would not have given the same replies in my phone call to the cub leader when they rang as what I did, because that sounds like you're a little bit fucking unhinged. The principal of this academic establishment is an authoritarian, maladjusted, neurotic, Neanderthal psychopath. So there. Wow. Not sure whether or not they are my own original thoughts, but there's a dark side there, mate. Headbutting authority, you were. And rage against the machine. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. But you were friends with that kid. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. It's like those scenarios where people do suddenly go and they become a serial killer or take out their family. Yeah. Where people go... You know what, he seemed like such a nice guy. Seemed all right. But I, I can only... This is, a, this is a red flag, dude. It, there is a, <laughs> this is going to put me on a watch list somewhere. But I no would have imagined... Cubberies for you. No, I would have imagined that possibly my, my peers, if they were to write a similar sentiment in their diaries, it would have been the principal's a knob. <laughs> Silverfish sucks cock. Yeah, you did give it a bit of effort. There was fucking... There's lots of big words there. I could probably win Scrabble with those words. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it's a bit over the top, bit OTT, but far out. Like, you were a big nerd, Joe Mather. Yeah, I mean, fucking It's hell. a good thing the cockwomble wasn't even a word back then. I certainly would have owned it, there? but um, Tracy, I will try and find out who SS is. I've got no, no idea. Isn't it normally like a ship? Yeah. The SS Minino. <laughs> the SS Cubbery. SS Cubbery. Mm, Excellent. Nice. Uh, so that has been my very exciting weekend, mate. And uh, the on. student diary. I knew you'd have a bit to talk about. No, I'll change that. I assumed. <laughs> You've always got something you to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, swag tales. I mean, it's all it's about. Swag I tales. Love swag tales. Tales from the swag. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, so considering everything's been about you. What's going on in your world? I'm going to throw something in. Yeah, all right. I'm just going to anchor it off at the end. That's what she said. Yeah, just anchor it off. All right, go. I know that it seems like a ham-fisted segue, but I'm sure you've got some sort of shipping reference for me. (laughs) Actually, no, I haven't. Oh, okay. Uh, But I am going to come back because it does kind of theme back to this a little bit. Yes. Um, Because you mentioned about the fact that if someone came out with like a chainsaw out of the blue, you know, it wouldn't have surprised you, all that kind of thing. Would not have at all. It's actually, it's a Halloween tale. Oh, Halloween. I'm going to say Halloween, as in the movie Halloween. Oh. Because we've got the new one coming out soon. Right, It comes yes. out on, I think, the 21st it's released in Australia. So, Halloween Kills. Uh, Jamie Lee. Yes, so Jamie Lee's back as Laurie Strode. Yes. Um, so, we've got Michael Myers, of course, mm. as the unkillable beast that he is. Who says, fuck all. Doesn't say a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the silent but deadly type. <laughs> is it just me or does Michael get killed a lot? He does get killed a lot. And he's like the Lazarus. No, to he be just, honest, he doesn't get killed or killed as badly probably as what Jason does in the Friday 13th series. Yeah, but I remember, didn't you and I go and see the last Halloween together? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he dies in that. Yeah, so the Halloween that came out yes. is the uh, the official John Carpenter sequel to the original Halloween. Yes, we ignore, so, we ignore the 15 in the middle. Yep, they're not, they're not in the um, canon. canon anymore. Um, so, and to be honest, it was a kick-ass movie, it really was. I loved, I, it. I loved it. And I loved the original, mm. and I thought this one was a nice little tie, and Laurie's now older, she's a bit manic. Uh, there was a nice thing where that I think it was her baby niece. baby scene, though. Is, um, kind of, yeah, oh, yeah, how good was that? Yeah. 
Anyway, so we won't spoil anything. No, we if won't. If you haven't spoil seen it. it, go and watch it because it's a fucking great movie and um, not a horror film. A massive suspense film, I would oh, call yeah. it. I mean, there's a little bit of stabby stabby. Yeah, but, but no it, more than Deadpool. No, no, exactly right. Good point. <laughs> yeah. So, so it just goes to show if you say it with jokes, it's okay. Yeah. So we need more jokey serial killers. Yeah. Or yeah, like they've just killed racism. my entire family, but <laughs> fuck, he was funny. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the clown shoes and the big nose gave it away. <laughs> So, but what's happened now is, so the new one comes out called Halloween Kills. Mm. Um, and then I believe there's a, a third, which will be like this, the new trilogy, mm. which I believe is going to be called Halloween Ends. So that means it'll be four in the canon. Essentially, yeah. But okay. three in the new trilogy. Sure. Yeah. So, what's happened in this, though, um, and there will be, look, if you haven't seen the first movie, mm. and you don't want to know a little bit what happens in the start of the next movie, mm. um, finish listening now. There's only a couple of minutes of the podcast to go. Yeah, just stay off. And you go. Oh, hang Bye. on. Oh, I'm Joe. Oh, I'm Troy. And we're the South Rebels. We certainly are. Okay, now go. Right, cool. So, at the end of the, the new Halloween, mm. he's basically caged up in the house. Yes. And the whole thing's burning down. Mm. And they get out, and there's no way he can get out. Yes. So, of course, he dies. Oh. Of course he does, doesn't he? Of course he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, apparently in the opening of the new movie, um, there are firefighters that go in, cause the place on fire, and they rescue Michael. Oh, shit, son. And Michael then kills the firefighters that actually get him out, because they've obviously gone, I'm that's, assuming, that's all oh, shit, does. there's someone trapped in there, the place is burned down, we've got to get him out, we're a firefighter, that's what we do, we save people. That's our job. So they do that, and apparently he slaughters them. So now there's a a, uh, a petition that started mm. by someone who was saying, we want this part taken out of the movie, because Fucking it's not why? right to see someone killing firefighters, because... There's been instances yes. where people have lit a fire, like a house fire. Deliberately. The, yeah, and the fire people have come along. Yes. Like firemen, because there could be some female fire people. Fireys. Fireys. Beautiful. Yeah. The fireys come along. Big red truck. Um, And then those people actually kill the fireys. Oh, that's shit. Because they're a little bit fucked up. Not the fireys. The people who lit the fire. Oh, I think they're a bit more than a little bit fucked up. Yeah. So, they, they, they would have written weird shit in their diaries. Wouldn't they ever? Yeah. So... Write in the diaries to kill the fireys. That's how the link is. So, this guy said, you know, basically, I'm going to be a firefighter. My parents were firefighters. Yes. Um, this isn't right. We've got to take it out of the movie. Now, where is the line with horror movies? There is no line. There has been so much shit in horror movies over the time. I don't think the worst thing to come out of horror movies is a few fireys getting stabby-stabbied by someone. No, I think for me, the line... In a horror film, is the killing of children. Yeah, that's my line. Yep, that does that a bit of realism, though, doesn't it? It actually it brings it back to fuck. Yeah, but fuck, you can make it unrealistic, merciless violence if you wanted to. But it's just like mm, those fireys go into that building knowing they could die. Now, True. They, now they think it could be because of fire and asphyxiation. Yep, or something falling on them. Sure, it wasn't what they thought, but they still fucking died. Exactly. I mean, the lesson to be learnt from that if you're a fiery is if you run into a fiery building yeah. and there's someone in a cage, possibly wearing a mask and looks a little bit creepy. Leave them in there. Maybe leave them in there. And by the way, fireys carry an axe. So, you know. Well, maybe they got the axe. Maybe he got the axe off him. Maybe that's what he used. Well, I don't know. Look. I haven't seen the movie. 
Right. All I've seen is this start, because there's been a preview now, and that apparently it is pretty good. Mm. Um, but yeah, so he started this petition, which I think is just fucking stupid. It is stupid. Out of all the shit you could take out of horror movies, I don't think that's that bad. No. Well, I'm sure the fire brigade will, you know, have an opinion, but yeah, whatever, sure. Trevor. But um, yeah, Speaking but- of movies, though, I've got one last one to okay, end on. Okay, throw it in. Have you seen Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds? I certainly have. I'm not going to give away any plot, but did you giggle with joy when you realised the good folk at Disney who own Marvel, who own Star Wars, made this film so that you see a merched Captain America shield (laughs) and a fucking lightsaber with the proper sound? And they call them a lightsaber. I'm just like, <laughs> fucking Disney, you win. Like, for you to be able to own this intellectual property and use it in a film, you had me at hello. Like, um, it was just glorious. That movie, to me, it just reinforced once again. How good he is. Everyone needs a Ryan Reynolds in their life. Oh, don't you ever. He's just he's the same in every movie. Who even, cares? even as someone who murders a shitload of people in Deadpool, he's still the same cool guy. But he's not back in Two Guys a Girl on a Pizza Place. It was <clears> turned <throat> into two guys and a girl. They took the yeah. pizza place out. Even then, he was the same guy. Hitman's bodyguard. I he's the same guy. Same guy. And it's I, not annoying like Adam Sandler. No. Or Jim Carrey. You just you just want to Actually, be. Actually, no, Jim Carrey's probably got a bit more range now. But yeah. um, but it, he's just the same guy. So hmm. I don't believe that Ryan Reynolds plays any characters. I think it's the characters him. play Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. True story. Anyway, the free guy is great. If you haven't seen it, uh, just it may it filled me with joy so much that movie, and it just made me just want to have a Ryan Reynolds in my life. It is worth not even in a gay way. Not even in a gay you way. Know, what I probably spoon him because awesome. it's. Oh, you it's would. Still, you'd say jokes and it'd still make you smile. Exactly. Even if you got the accidental stiffy. What a, it'd it, still make a gag out of it. You'd be like, sorry, Ryan. Oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> He'd go, no worries. <laughs> it is, look, if you have ever contemplated getting Disney Plus. Call him Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> if you've ever contemplated getting Disney Plus, it's going to cost you, I think, seven bucks. It is worth it just so you can get the one month membership to watch this film and then cancel. Yeah, I actually watched it at the cinema. It was great. So good. Yeah, great. So good. And it's now free on Disney+. Plus. Oh, it's a free guy. Free guy free. on fucking Disney+. Plus. And just Disney going, look how thick and luscious our Disney yes. dick is. Here are all the toys that we've got to play with. And we don't, we're not even, you know, pretending this might be a light sword. Nope. No. No, it's, it's a, a fucking lightsaber. Yep. And here's... It's Disney saying, look at it. Just fucking look at it. And on that, folks, I am Joe. I'm Troy. Again. And we are the South Road Boys. We are. Again. Again.